0: Ever since this pandemic started, there has been a great growing interest in terms like the Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution, New World Order. To understand the Great Reset, we must first take a deep dive into who Klaus Schwab is and what his agenda is. Klaus Schwab was born in 1938 in Ravensburg, Germany. He graduated as a mechanical engineer. He gained a doctorate in engineering, and another doctorate in economics. He later moved to the US to study at Harvard, where he received a master of public administration degree. During his time in Harvard, he began a relationship with war criminal Henry Kissinger, who has been mentoring him for the past 50 years. Schwab declared in an interview in 2009 that he dreams of receiving the Nobel Prize in economics, just like his mentor, Kissinger, who won the Nobel Peace Prize in the most iconic fashion, oops, most ironic fashions. Schwab was a professor of business policy at the University of Geneva from 1972 to 2003. So in every sense, he is an expert, but can we trust these experts He has written several books, including The Fourth Industrial Revolution, COVID-19, The Great Reset, and most recently, Stakeholder Capitalism. So what is the Fourth Industrial Revolution? First, let's travel back in time. The First Industrial Revolution was marked by a transition from hand production methods to machines through the use of steam power and water power. This took place between 1760 to 1840. The second industrial revolution, also known as the technological revolution, is the period between 1871 and 1914 that resulted from installations of extensive railroad and telegraph networks which allowed for faster transfer of people and ideas as well as electricity. The third industrial revolution, also known as the digital revolution, occurred in the late 20th century, which involved increased development in the field of computers. And finally, the fourth industrial revolution is the ongoing automation of traditional manufacturing and industrial practices using modern smart technology. Large-scale machine-to-machine communication and the Internet of Things are integrated for increased automation, improved communication, and self-monitoring, and production of smart machines that can analyze and diagnose issues without the need for human intervention. In the Great Reset proposal by the World Economic Forum, the fourth industrial revolution is included as a solution to rebuild the economy sustainably following the COVID-19 pandemic. The economy was disrupted during this pandemic primarily due to international lockdowns, which we now know was ineffective in the fight against COVID-19. And the World Business Council for Sustainable Development has initiated plans for a climate lockdown which could potentially put billions of human beings on house arrest on a long term basis with the intention of lowering carbon emissions. Many countries are investing in projects to initiate the fourth industrial revolution in their respective countries so they can have an upper hand in the new world order post the pandemic. The fourth industrial revolution would mark the beginning of the imagination age. Until the Industrial Revolution, humans operated in the agricultural age where the economic value is derived through food production, mainly through farmers, hunters, and fishermen. The 1700s marked the beginning of the Industrial Age, where the economic value is derived through manufacturing of commodities, mainly through factories. And since the latter half of the 20th century, we are going through the Information Age, where the economic value is derived through knowledge workers using computers and other electronic devices for the purposes of research, finance, consulting, information technology, and other services. In the upcoming imagination age, economic value will be derived from creativity and imagination. In the imagination age, human analysis and thinking will become redundant as artificial intelligence will take over. During the industrial age, human muscles were replaced by mechanical muscles. Similarly, in the imagination age, human intelligence will be replaced by artificial intelligence. So the fourth industrial revolution will be driven mainly by digitization of everything, including the human physique and the mind. The components driving this age would be mobile devices like cell phones which are basically tiny computers and wearables like smart watch internet of things platforms location detection technology 5g cell towers 3d printers smart sensors augmented reality self-driving cars nanotechnology gain of function research etc and this fourth industrial revolution will serve as the seed for the great reset which is favored by world leaders like joe biden justin trudeau among many others even indian prime minister narendra modi has increased the usage of the term new world order in many of his recent speeches and he is cozying up with powerful men like bill gates Claude schwab and henry kissinger the british royal family is also in favor of the great reset and so are spiritual leaders like Sadhguru. The imagination age fueled by the fourth industrial revolution could be a great thing for us if it is decentralized in a way that every human being's body autonomy and natural rights are preserved. The fourth industrial revolution, the great reset, and the creation of a new world order is inevitable. To be honest, to be honest, I want the great reset to happen but not the kind of Great Reset that is planned by Klaus Schwab and his Bilderberg buddies. I want the Great Reset to give birth to a new old order that favors libertarianism, not authoritarianism. In Klaus Schwab's transhumanist dystopia, we may not have access to our own bodies and minds. If it goes as per their plan, they will force more things on us. Just like they forced mandatory masks, lockdowns, and injection passports. They could force us all to drive self-driving cars with inbuilt GPS and indefinitely track our movement. And if someone refused to drive a self-driving car, they would be shamed. Why is he not allowing the car to self-drive? Does he not care about safety? By now, you must have heard these kind of narratives a million times in the past year. New technologies will be forced to erode our privacy and body autonomy if it goes as per Klaus Schwab's plan. We live in an era where we don't have access to our bodies. In the future, we may not even have access to our own minds. Forget freedom of speech, we will not even have freedom of thought. Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink which produces a brain chip which you can place in your brain and it does have advantages it can help people with neurological disabilities and also it can make individuals more productive in the upcoming imagination age but are you okay with corporations colonizing your consciousness and governments regulating your thoughts and dreams In India, it started with Aadhaar card, a unique identity card that was forced on more than a billion citizens. We had to line up like criminals and submit our fingerprints and iris data to a government centralized authority. And without this card, we could now be denied basic amenities like cell phone connection or utilities like gas and electricity. And then the Indian government went one step further and implemented Demonetization, where our hard-earned money was deemed illegitimate overnight. And it was done under the guise of good intentions, but we all know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And during demonetization time, it was fascinating to watch the supporters of this government support this move and even encourage their beloved government to install a microchip in the new 2000 rupee note that could track our every transaction. Post demonetization, there was a surge in the usage of digital transactions. Companies like Paytm and Google Pay became a household name. This was the great reset in the Indian finance sector, where millions of Indian transactions can now be traced and tracked by banks, big tech corporations, and the government. This was an attempt to either destroy or centralize informal markets. And now, with the Great Reset, they want to introduce CBDC, Central Banking Digital Currency. So, the central institutions of the world, the World Bank, IMF, would get together and make every human on this planet comply with their rules. They would trace and track every movement or every transaction. Are every thought. But why do we need the right to privacy? I have nothing to hide. That is like saying, why do we need freedom of speech? I have nothing to say. And I suspect that the recent Indian bills like NRC, farm laws, and the government's recent act of connecting Aadhaar to every person's vaccination status without their consent, will only increase surveillance and reduce privacy and body autonomy but the majority of Indians will perceive this as a good thing because upper middle class Indians do not worship freedom they worship convenience. These are a class of people that would choose discounts and vouchers over freedom and liberties. Now I want to add something insightful here which is in a way positive if not positive, at least practical. The fourth industrial revolution is inevitable. We cannot escape it. So there is no point indulging in conspiracy paranoia. In fact, like I've already mentioned before, I want a great reset to occur and create a new world order, but I would want a new world order that favors libertarians, not authoritarians like Klaus Schwab. The fourth industrial revolution may fuel technological advancements in the fields of 3D printing, hydrophonic, vertical farming, and cryptocurrency. We could harness the power of these technologies to promote agorism and decentralization of everything. If we all had hydrophonic farms in our balconies and terraces, we could grow our own vegetables and build small communities and trade using barter and crypto. We could also use 3D printers to produce certain commodities, thereby escaping taxation and the clutches of governments and big corporations. While Klaus Schwab and his buddies are investing in their Great Reset, let us simultaneously create our own Great Reset, fueled by the great awakening of millions of people who woke up during this pandemic. The battle isn't over yet. In the past few months, there were millions of people protesting in Australia, France, Italy, USA, Canada, India, and many other countries. If we lose this battle to Klaus Schwab, not only will we lose the freedom of speech but also lose the freedom of thought. So let us fight together as we don't have any other option. Our souls are at stake here. Let's reject society and embrace community. Let's indulge in practical agorism. Let's change our attitude towards life and dismantle our relationship with the state. Let us make way for the great reset, one that is in our favor and pave way for a new world order to reclaim our personal liberties and natural rights. I understand the pessimism. Can we win this fight? After all, we are mere mortals compared to Klaus Schwab who is an embodiment of Satan. Can we stop him from creating a digital fourth Reich? We are millions of good intentioned, virtuous individuals scattered all around the globe. We get censored, mocked, ridiculed, segregated, and ostracized for our opinions. Everything short of being crucified, at least for now. And they have all the resources, the money, the politicians, the media, big tech, big pharma. They have everything. So can we win? It's like the archetype of David versus Goliath. Can David defeat Goliath? The answer is simple. David can win. But first, David must fight.